is Fair Catch Kick, the 15-minute fantasy football podcast. I'm your host, Paul Stoltz, coming at you with my co-host, Anthony LaFrary. We're going to do a special edition today previewing the 15 remaining games for Week 3. First, before we begin, at FCK Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and do so so you can get updates like this. We also do a waiver wire show that we released every Tuesday. It's only 15 minutes, so go ahead, check that out. 0-2 Jets, 1-1 Colts. Look, the Jets' defense is not as terrible as people think they are. Uh, Marcus May has really saved them from the safety spot. My flag player this week for all games is Jonathan Taylor. Absolutely play him. He'll get the ball early, he'll get the ball often, and he'll get the, the Rivers dump-offs. Don't play Naheem Hines. He's not even going to get the late carries when the Colts are up big. Those will go to Jordan Wilkins. Rivers' arm is shot. I've said it over and over. But uh, with Paris Campbell out, Michael Pittman might be, look, might be worth a look. T.Y. Hilton is big big ball dependent. Uh, the guy I am looking at, though, is Mo Ali Cox at tight end. He's taken over Jack Doyle as the number one there. Uh, he's an athletic tight end. Good big playability. Colts have the number one ranked defense through two weeks. Don't give me Gore. Don't give me Darnold. Top three wide receivers are out this week. But they are going to throw the ball. They are going to score some points. So who am I going with? Chris Herndon. He's going to be the safety valve for Sam Darnold this week. I would start Chris Herndon. Bears-Falcons. Bears are 2-0. and Falcons are 0-2. To me, the key to this game in real life and fantasy is the status of Khalil Mack. He was limited in practice on Friday, so he's kind of iffy for the game. If he's out, open the floodgates for the Falcons' offensive players. Gurley didn't practice on Friday, so he's in question, as is Julio Jones. I think Ridley's going to be the major benefactor of that. Just about anyone else that's available from the Falcons should make an impact as well. Stay away from the Bears' defense, as I believe this is going to turn into a shootout. As a result, Trubisky should be fine. Allen Robinson should be fine. There's going to be some numbers put up in this game. 0-2 Broncos, 1-1 Buccaneers. Jeff Driscoll is one of the worst quarterbacks of the past decade, and he'll be taking over for Drew Locke. I have no interest in Judy, no interest in Fant. Uh, the only player that does interest me on the Broncos offensively is Melvin Gordon because of the dump-offs in a PPR league. If you're looking for a breakout game from Brady this week against the Broncos, I don't know if you're going to see it. Brady is 4-7 and seven in his career at Mile High in Denver. Look, I think he throws for 200 with two touchdowns, two picks. They'll win the game. But this is a Fournette special to me. Uh, if you've not been sure about what to do with Fournette, whether to start him, sit him. I think this is the game where he really breaks out in a big way and gets the rock off. And Godwin is back, start him. I'm fading Evans this week, but if he's your wide receiver too, that's fine. Look, he's still going to be the best goal line option from a wide receiver standpoint. 2-0 Cardinals, 0-2 Lions. If you've been worrying about Kenyon Drake, this is the week to start him. Detroit has averaged uh, 204 yards against on the ground. Uh, Kenyon Drake is poised for a big day this week. Kyler Murray is a must-start. Hopkins will need first-half production to be successful because, again, I think uh, you're going to see the Cardinals hop out to an early lead. So what that means, this should be a classic stat Padford, I mean Matt Stafford game. Uh, monitor Kenny Galladay's health, but if he's playing, I think you start him. This is going to be garbage time city. I love Marvin Jones. I love TJ Hawkinson. I love Kenny Galladay if he's playing. At running back, Look for DeAndre Swift to have his breakout because in the second half he's going to take over. Reason being, he's the best pass catcher out of the bunch. I am fading Adrian Peterson this week. 
Eagles Bengals, both teams 0 and 2. Eagles really desperate for a win. Could be a high-scoring game. I really like Miles Sanders. I think he's in for a monster game. Carson Wentz, not too sure. He's missing two of his top three wide receivers. Burrow should handle himself okay, but I don't know. With that Eagles defense, you may even want to give them a chance. Wide receiver-wise on the Eagles side, you may also want to give Deshaun Jackson a look, especially in DFS. I think his value is going to be pretty low, and A.J. Green should do okay as well. 1-1 49ers against the 0-2 Giants. A lot of injuries in this game. Garoppolo's out. The, the 49ers are 4-20 without Garoppolo since he's gone there. You got Coleman out, Mostert out, Kittle out. The only person I'm possibly touching here is McKinnon because he'll catch some dump-off passes. On the Giants' side of the equation, no more Barkley. We don't know if it's going to be Devontae Freeman. We don't know if it's going to be Deion Lewis. We don't know if it's going to be Goldman. I'm not touching anybody there. I'm not touching any of the receivers the 49ers defense is too good. Only people, other people I'm really looking at here, I would check out the kickers, might, might see a multi-field goal game, uh, and I would definitely start the 49ers defense. 1-1 one one Washington versus 1-1 one one Cleveland. I am fading Baker Mayfield this week because Washington is a top five pass rush. Beckham is going to be big play dependent off the play action stuff. Uh, this is going to be a chub and Kareem Hunt game. I'm starting both of them. I don't even care if you have both of them on the same team. This is going to be a run-dependent game plan. Haskins is looking better than I thought he would at this point in his career, but I'm not touching him yet. The only two players I'm considering at this game is McLaurin, if I've got a flex i got to fill, or a wide receiver uh, two-spot, I'm considering him there. He showed us a little bit more last week. I'm looking really hard, though, at Antonio Gibson this week. He was on our sleeper list. He's a tremendous athlete. I think he's going to finish in the top 20 uh, running backs by the end of the season. He's getting more and more of a workload. I am fading the heck out of Peyton Barber. No interest there. Bills-Rams. Battle of unbeatens at 2-0. and I don't think much of the Rams' offensive weapons in this game. I think the Bills have a tough defense, which is going to limit their studs, especially at wide receiver. The running back situation, though, is worth monitoring. Malcolm Brown practiced in full Cam Akers did not. I think Brown's going to be in for more touches, especially if Akers is officially out. I like Josh Allen. He should have a nice game. Jalen Ramsey can be burned, so look for Diggs to do some damage. And on a DFS standpoint, slash deep wide receiver, regular fantasy league is concerned, Cole Beasley could do some stuff out of the slot, especially in PPR leagues. All right, we got the 2-0 Pittsburgh Steelers versus the 0-2 Houston Texans. I'm not a huge James Conner fan. I think he just takes what's in front of him and tries to bowl people over. But the Texans are the 31st-ranked run defense. Conner is a must-start this week. Deontay Johnson, one of two wide receivers in the NFL with Calvin Ridley, who have 10-plus targets in each of the first two games. He is a must-start this week. Juju Smith-Schuster hasn't shown me that wide receiver one we thought he was going to be last year. I'm hesitant to start him. I'm, he's still in my lineup if I got him as a wide receiver, too. Big Ben, 112 career passer rating against the Houston Texans. The Steelers' defense has been excellent. I'm hesitant to start anybody. Hesitant to start DJ, who looks a little slow. Play him in RB2 if you don't have anything else. Minka Fitzpatrick has been stellar in coverage. So I'm not looking into Will Fuller this week. If i got to start one, I'm starting Brandon Cooks. 
Titans, Vikings. Titans are 2-0. and Vikings are 0-2. Big story out here is A.J. Brown is out. Look for Jonu Smith to have a big game at tight end in his stead. You may even want to consider Corey Davis at wide receiver if you're desperate. Vikings, the key for them is to get Dalvin Cook going. They seem to forget about him last week. I have little faith in their offense after last week's debacle. Maybe stay away from the Vikings for a week until until they figure out how to right the ship. 0-2 Panthers, 1-1 one one Chargers. The Panthers might have the worst run defense in the NFL this year. Eight, last 18 games, they've given up 36 touchdowns to running backs, so no questions asked. I'm starting Eckler. I'm not on the Josh Kelly hype train yet, but even I admit he's a must-start this week if you're tinkering with him right now. Uh, Tyrod Taylor will be back after the team doctor punctured his lung last week in pregame. I'm fading Mike Williams. I'm starting Keenan Allen in PPR. I don't really want to. I don't think he's going to have a big game. Hunter Henry, I feel the same about, but I can't not start guys of that caliber. Uh, Bridgewater has never lost three consecutive starts. I'm starting DJ Moore. I am not starting Robbie Anderson this week because the Chargers pass rush is too good and it won't give Robbie Anderson time to do what he does in getting downfield. With McCaffrey out, I had Mike Davis as my number one pickup of the week. Stardom, stardom, stardom. No questions asked. He'll catch the ball. He'll be, he'll get all the goal line carries. But keep your eye on Reggie Bonifin to be worked in as a change of pace back. 2-0 Raiders against 1-1 Patriots. Cam looks like the comeback player of the year this year. He's developing chemistry with Edelman. Both are must-starts. Brady didn't really like Nikhil Harry because his routes were imprecise, but Cam throws it up to him and lets Nikhil's ball skills take over. Starting to consider him as a flex option. Uh, I'm going to wait one more week before I plug that in, though. Not touching any of the New England running backs this week. I'm starting Waller this week, but not in a DraftKings-type format. I think they're going to blanket him, do what Belichick does, double coverage. Sleeper player I like on the Vegas Raiders is Renfro this week, uh, especially in a PPR format. He's available in most leagues if you need somebody to throw in as a deep sleeper. Josh Jacobs, always a must-start. I'm not starting Carr or Henry Ruggs. This Patriots defense is stout. Cowboys, Seahawks. Cowboys are 1-1. One and one. Seahawks are 2-0. and oh. Get your Seahawks in your lineups. The Cowboys are a mash unit defensively. Two of their top four corners are out, and Trayvon Diggs, who's been their best corner so far, he's an injury concern right now. As a result of that, it's bombs away for Russell Wilson. I expect him to be the number one quarterback of the week. Both DJ Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are starts as well. Dallas's offense needs to keep pace as a result. Zeke should be fine. Love his workload and style of play through the first two weeks. Amari Cooper is a must start. Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb are worth looks as well. I also like Dalton Schultz, the tight end, if you're looking for help at that position. Sunday night football, baby. You got the 2-0 Packers and the 1-1 Saints. We were supposed to have the two best receivers in fantasy football scoring off Devontae Adams and Michael Thomas, but they are both likely out for this game. In Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers has had a resurgent season so far, uh, but it's not just as a result of how good Aaron Rodgers is. His offensive line has only allowed 10% pressures this season. So 90% of the time, he's standing in the pocket looking for the open receiver. So with that... Uh, what receiver do we like this week? I'm good with both Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Alan Lazard. But if I had to choose one, I like Lazard better. Better short route runner, bigger body, uh, better end zone target. And he's less dependent on the big play, which is what Marquez Valdez, Scantling is. 
Uh, also love Aaron Jones this week. The only player on the Saints that I really like is Kamara. Breeze will complete his 8-10 to 10 yard passes, but I'm, I have no faith in Traquan Smith. I have no faith in Jared Cook, and I have no faith in Emmanuel Sanders. Breeze's statistics without Michael Thomas on the lineup are pretty pathetic. Chiefs-Ravens, the main event on Monday night. Both teams are unbeaten at 2-0, and it's clearly an AFC Championship game preview. I expect it to be high scoring, which is good for fantasy, especially because both teams are healthy. If you're rostering any player on either team, they're pretty much worth a start in this game. I think both Tyreek Hill and Hollywood Brown are going to score bomb touchdowns. Baltimore's defense should provide a great test for Edwards Hilaire. You may want to temper your expectations with him, but that being said, if he passes the test, dude is the absolute supreme real deal. Baltimore, their running back situation, I could see them relying a bit more on Ingram this week. He's the savvy veteran. They could use him to help control the clock. He's not going to give the football up, and that might keep Mahomes off the field and allow them to have a bit more success. Either way, outside of benching their defenses, I don't really see how you could go wrong with any Chief or any Raven in this game. It should be a really fun one. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Check out our Apple Podcasts and YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications button so you're notified as soon as we release an episode. Check out our website, www.fckpodcast.com, as well as our Instagram and Twitter handles, at fckpodcast. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. We'll be back at you on Tuesday with our takeaways from week three and our ads for week four. 